Dear Diary, today I take the next step, the next step in being an ADHD life coach at Indigo Hub. I can't believe it's happening. I want to build, create and discover a place for us to truly be ourselves. I think this journey will be... Dear Diary, welcome world to the Indigo Diaries and welcome to our exciting new series, Series 3, The World Through Our Eyes, with me, your host, Tasha Hicklin. The Indigo Diaries is a podcast for those who want to learn about ADHD through others' experiences. And welcome back, everyone. We're back after a week off uh, due to being off the grid uh, from illness, but it's not what's going on in the world. So I'm ready to get started today. Still feeling a bit, ugh, but we're ready to get started and back with our new series this week. So this week will be the first Start the Conversation episode, and I'm really looking forward to this one. For this episode, we'll just be myself. And then as I get more into this, I will start inviting guests on for Start the Conversation and question and answers, which will be in a few weeks. So starting the conversation, what is that? Well, it'll either be a diary entry on an experience of another person, and then I or we, if I invite someone, will discuss how we can approach it, how we can approach that starting from their life kind of approaching it from their experiences and this is really about starting the conversation about really difficult situations that people with ADHD experience in the world and basically looking at it from a coach's point of view or a doctor's point of view or just a point of view and we're really starting to start those difficult conversations that a lot of us can relate to so let's get started so this is from an anonymous anonymous source and They asked this question, but I want to give you some perspective first, kind of a starting place. This person is in adolescence where their parents and community do not accept their ADHD. They keep getting mixed messages and they are lost with how to approach life as it's hard to change when no one else around you sees that. And they asked, how do we accept our own ADHD when others do not? And I think that's a really big question that I know a lot of people, including myself, can relate to. How do we accept our own ADHD when others do not? Especially when those others are in your environment. So I just want you to know that I am a qualified life coach, ADHD life coach. So this is from a perspective of a coach. And this is only one perspective. There's never, there's never ever one answer. To these scenarios with this is about exploring exploring and starting the conversation so let's start it so you know it can be really hard as adhd doesn't just impact an individual right it impacts the entire environment around where that individual is and when that environment doesn't support the individual with adhd it can be really really difficult when i was a teacher this is probably one of the the biggest things that I found hard, I would create change within my classroom, but then children would go home. They would go on to other teachers who didn't really have the same ethos that I had about change, about who the child is. And it was hard to never see that difference. I went into teaching because a lot of us go into these careers because we want to help and we want to make a difference and create lasting change. And I would see it year after year, all these children that would go on to the next teacher or would go home to their parents, didn't have that same support. They didn't have that same acceptance, the same mindset, the same openness. And it was really, really difficult to create that lasting change because you are one person in that person's life. 
it needs to come from every single place in that environment. And it, it makes it harder when an individual is under 18, you know, because when we're over 18, we, we have slightly more choices around environments, where we live, who we have in our life. But when we're under 18, it becomes a lot more harder and a lot more things that are out of that individual's control. And when an individual is in such an environment, it's really, really hard for that individual to see clearly. And, you know, if the people around them are not on the journey with them, how can there be lasting change? How can there be any sort of change or acceptance of their ADHD when the people around them don't see that? It can be really hard when you're surrounded by that to be able to push through that. And I've seen that firsthand and second and third and fourth hand. So how do we accept it? Join us after the break where we're really going to dive deeper into this and really get that conversation moving. And we're out. If you would like any more information on Indigo Hub or our Indigo support group, then please check out our website below or our link to our social media platforms or email at indigohub.adhd at gmail.com. If you would like to offer any comments, feedback, get support, or if you're interested in the world hearing your story, then please reach out through any of our avenues. As said before, have a positive week. Check in again later. And we're out. Shh, the Indigo Diaries. We're back and uh, welcome back. If you didn't join us before the break, this is a start the conversation of series three, where we're talking about an individual who asked a question of how do I accept my ADHD when the others around me don't and this person is in adolescence which makes it a lot more difficult which we talked about so if you want to go back go back to to part one so like I said before there's no clear answer you know but my first step as a coach would be to try and empower this individual to see themselves as I've said this before naturally creative resourceful and whole that's what you know, being a coach does, you see the person for who they are, who they are. And every person has the ability to have that. Everybody is whole. Everyone is resourceful. Everyone is naturally creative in their own way. And seeing people as, as these things is really huge. And, you know, as a coach, having that open-mindedness and seeing people for where they are, and even if they may not see it themselves is a big first step. But like I said before, if they are under 18, it becomes a lot trickier. So a coach can be a person who can see that individual as a NCRW. And they may not have had that before. They may not, people with individuals may not, if they're surrounded by people who don't believe in ADHD, they may not have had people that have treated them seriously. They may not have had people that have recognized them for who they are, not their ADHD. They may not have had that support and that recognition and that trust before. And that's a huge thing. And when I think about this moving forward, I think of this insight tree, which is found by Louise Perry, which is, and all of this is done by the down below. 
and it's a drawing by Louise Perry and an awesome blog. I actually found it on an awesome blog by my fellow coach and fellow guest, Seth Vargas. And he's got a really cool blog about it, which I've also posted below. And basically, you as a coach, seeing them, seeing a person or an individual, you, you don't have to be a coach. It could be a, a parent, someone in that environment for that individual, acknowledging that person, that individual with ADHD for who they are, acknowledging them for who they are and what they are, will hopefully plant the seed. And I'm going to come back to the insight tree. It's like a tree. However, until you've planted that seed and seed who they are, it is really hard to create any change. You know, we always say that changing the inner narrative, the inner self before the external. However, how are you meant to change the inner self when the external doesn't support that? And that's what this is about. How is that one individual meant to change when the environment doesn't do that, when it doesn't allow it? This is how. We start at the roots of the tree, looking at their strengths, values, the foundation of who they are, the foundation of who they are, their resourcefulness, their gratefulness, what they need, all these different things, value. We talked about all these things before. And that's the foundation to build that self-awareness and structure into their lives. And then, you know, then we start growing the tree. And then when they've got that foundation, they can build on that. You know, then they can start taking those down, those weeds, those people, those situations one at a time, those barriers by using the roots. They can use their strengths, use their values, use who they are, use their resources of what they already have to start knocking those weeds out of the ground, those barriers out of the way. And looking at support systems that they already have or finding support systems if that is lacking and then really utilizing them, okay? And that's building the bark. The bark is the self-awareness and the structure. And then branches. Then we create successful steps branch by branch to flourish one at a time to really help that individual use and understand their ADHD in order for the help to create, yeah, I'm going to say it, lasting change and opportunities to help them live the life they need. But in order to do that, we have to tree start at the roots. We have to start on the who, not the what, the who, who that person is, not where they are, not what they are, not how they do things, who. We start with the who, then it builds the inner ear. We're talking about inner. Gets that self-awareness, gets that insight. We start growing that bark. And when we can do that, we can start knocking down the barriers, the weeds. And that can be people, tolerations, it can be so many things. And then at the top can blossom opportunities, potential, and so much more. And, you know, if the environment is still a huge part, then, you know, maybe even getting the whole family or systems involved in the journey. But that's if people are willing and if people want to. And that's the hardest thing. When the environment doesn't want to change, it's hard to force it because you can only control yourself. So that's where things like group, family, teachers, couples, parent coaching, 
you know, support groups, all those things can really help and assist an individual to really feel safe and secure with who they are. It's if you don't have that in your environment, finding that. And I know that um, so many good coaches, including myself, just saying, offer things like parent coaching, couples coaching. And I, and that's, you know, it's a huge, a huge passion of mine is to get everybody involved, not just the individual, because it's hard to hear the inner internal part of you when the external you everything that's going on externally is so loud and it's like that tree coming back to that tree it's really hard to see the roots when everything above is almost stopping the roots from growing weeds stop roots from growing it's hard to be able to grow when there's so much in the way and that's why I try and get everyone, not one person. It takes a village to build a school. It takes a village to build a home. It takes many to be a family. Um, when it comes to ADHD, you are not alone. And that's why I really wanted to have this. As soon as I saw this uh, in my email, I really wanted to kind of start this conversation from not only my own experience, my personal and my professional experience, I felt it was it was a huge part of why a lot of people don't seek out help because of this reason. How are we meant to accept our own ADHD when people around us don't? Just because the people around you don't doesn't mean there are other people that won't reach out. My encouragement of the week is this. When a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment in which it grows, not the flower. You don't need fixing. You don't need. You are not broken. Look around. If you don't accept your ADHD, look around. Does anybody else? Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's the people around. Maybe it's the way you are. Who are you? And that is the, the number one important key thing here. Who are you? That's my start in the conversation. It's not finished. This conversation never ends. It's an endless conversation. But today I started it. Could you carry it on in your own life? Anyway, join us next week for series one episode with a special guest. I'm really, really excited. And then the week after, we'll be back with series three, where we'll dive deeper into a pick my brain question and answer session. If you're interested in coming in as a guest for pick my brain sessions, have questions, dilemmas, or want to share your experience, or come back for series one where the world can hear your story, then please reach out through our social media avenues and email, which are always below. I hope next week you come back, you learn, listen, and experience the world through not my eyes, our eyes. Such a pleasure as always. So, start the conversation. Why not? And we're out. Dear Diary, as Indigo Hub's process goes on, it makes me stop and wonder, could there be more for us? More light, more experience, and more ways to see the world through our own eyes. I think this journey will be... Shh.